Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Dr. Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Get in Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming up, Freak. You know, it's just like riding a bike. If you know how to ride a bike and you've ridden a bike for a few decades, well, almost two decades. Damn. Four weeks? Five weeks we've been on? Been that damn long? It's a little weird, <laughs> but it's also a little nice. Stat man doing the show from freaking Australia. Where the hell are you, Stat? Where did you end up, man? You moved? Where the hell are you right now? I'm in the middle of a snowbank in Midwestern United States, in the middle of Trumpistan. <laughs> in the middle of what? Trumpistan. <laughs> you are in a key pivotal state now, Mr. Ohio. Yeah, well, it's Trumpistan, except mm. in my neighborhood, my block. Every place else, I need a visa to get out of the house. <laughs> Statman Crash Gladys Speed Freaks on a Sunday night it is the 13th of january 2019 and maybe next week i'll do it again but happy new year freak nation i'll carry it for a couple of weeks i'm not sure what we've decided over the last 18 plus years how long we can continue to wish people happy new year well we'll have the chili bowl winner on next week you can say happy new year to him or her right we'll have the 24 hours of daytona winner on in a couple weeks you can say happy new year to that i mean it you're right it never ends except supercross winner blake baggett who we have on tonight, I don't believe we interviewed him right off the podium. Right. I don't believe you said Happy New Year to him. No, because it's about 11.15 at night, man. I was <laughs> I was asleep. I'd be woken up, man. You want to interview Blake Baggett? Yes. First big boy win in Supercross Series for him. Uh, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation, of course, hanging out in Glendale, Arizona for, was this week two? Week two for Supercross? Yeah. Anaheim won last week, which was a bizarre, wet weirdness. Right. And then this weekend, no weather issues because the roof was closed in Glendale, Arizona, but it was still bizarre and weird and, oof, Blake Baggett, awesomeness. Just awesomeness. So Blake Baggett, Supercross winner from Phoenix. He's going to be joining us coming up in moments. Also a freaking flashback. Statman, that Saturday show that we kicked off Sirius Radio, Sirius Satellite Radio at the time, the very first motorsports show on Sirius. Uh, Mark Martin joined us in 2003, and there are some cringe-worthy instances 15 years ago with Mark Martin, Statman. I hope you did some delicate editing with that because if if I remember right, I don't know if that conversation in its entirety, will fit in the current American FCC. <laughs> it actually does. It's it's right after Mark Martin came into the NASCAR season for 2003 with a new sponsor. And it was with a little-known sponsor by the name of Viagra. And the <laughs> oh, freaks no. being the freaks, well, okay, Kenny being Kenny, I had to play off a little bit with that. And, yeah, Mark Martin with a new sponsor, Viagra. Little did we know that he didn't want to joke around. <laughs> no, he, he uh, yeah, you got to stick around to hear this. This was a great conversation. <laughs> and uh, Mark Martin, 
uh, with all of his weightlifting and workouts, he wasn't ready to hear some of the stuff the freaks were putting down. It was just you and me, Status, when you and I were doing that special Saturday show, Victory Lane, back when we couldn't say NASCAR. No, 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 we couldn't, yeah, we, right? Yeah, you had to say Big Boy Stock Car Series. That's right. <laughs> And we remember that big that big card we had made so we could put yeah. it in front of us to remind us what we could say and not say. Sirius <laughs> was concerned that they might get a cease and desist or sued by XM. XM was a new satellite channel at the time, and XM was airing the NASCAR races. They had exclusivity to NASCAR as well. So, yeah, th- rightly so, they could be provided a cease and desist. But they didn't know whether they – no, they didn't – They. They just didn't know. So they said, let's err on the side of caution and don't say the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. You could say NASCAR Big Boy Series. <laughs> There's the Winston Cup. It was Nextel Cup then, wasn't it? No, 2003 was still, I believe, Was Winston? it still Winston yeah. Cup? Yeah, we talk about Winston Cup with uh, Mark Martin. Oh, <laughs> you know, what guy. we ought to have is that uh, – that little cartoon segment that they made uh, oh. that, that remember that that was brilliant. That was Jimmy brilliant Spencer that they put together. Uh, and I don't know whatever happened to those those shows, but I wish we could play those again. That was fun. Yeah. Jimmy Spencer, if, you, if that here, there's a flashback for you, Freak Nation. Jimmy Spencer drove the serious satellite NASCAR cup car for a season and then it did put together some cartoon comedy, a little bit of R-rated commentary tied in with it. (laughs) Uh, We're going to reset, bring in some other affiliates, and get back at it with Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. You go to GeneralTire.com, find the tire for that fly-ass truck you got, head on over to Tire Pros, big old tires, discount tires, say, hey man, I need some bad boy General Tires on this thing, especially with all this gnarly weather going on in the east, northeast. Northwest, grab yourself some General Tires at General Tire, GeneralTire.com. Welcoming in another round of affiliates here with Speed Freak, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Thank you guys for hanging out. A freaking flashback with Mark Martin coming up. Blake Baggett, Supercross winner from Phoenix will be in here, and comedian Polly Shore. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. As you guys in the desert know, Phoenix Supercross delivered from the unpredictability in that high competition of the qualifiers to then the complete domination from Adam Ciancarulo winning the 250 main to the craziness that was the 450 main. Blake Baggett standing on top of the podium for his first time ever. It was defending champ Jason Anderson taking the whole shot and all was right with the world. Heck, he finished 14th in Anaheim round one. And then Malcolm Stewart went down and he went down hard in the whoops. We now know Stewart suffered a broken femur, which is why he required lengthy assistance getting off the field, also resulting in a track red flag, which rarely happens in Supercross. Riders then restarted the race single file, and a few laps later, craziness again. Leader Ken Roxon goes down. Then with just two laps to go, Jason Anderson, who took over the lead from Ken Roxon, he was passed by your eventual leader, Blake Baggett. You will hear from Bubba Burger's own Blake Baggett next in just, uh, let's say, four minutes. 
Dakar rallies going off. Day six was today. After the fifth stage on Friday, many were shocked to see Sebastian Loeb come away with the win since the rally had been dominated yet again by Nasser Alatia. But then today, stage six, an even more difficult stage. Sebastian Loeb did it again. Whoa. It is just awesome to see Loeb and Alatia battling out front, as it has been in the years past. But here's the context. Nasser Alatia, he's still 38 minutes ahead. <laughs> Overall, so yeah, it's going to take a couple mistakes for Sebastian Loeb to sneak it in. Uh, just 11 days till the 24 hours, hour, 24 hours of Daytona kicks off. Yeah, 33 days till the Daytona 500 weekend. Hey, speaking of NASCAR, though, can we bring the music down just a touch? Everyone in the racing world has been providing support and condolences for Joe Gibbs, eldest son, J.D. Gibbs. He lost his battle with his neurological disease this weekend. Race in peace, J.D. Gibbs. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Cowboy. Cowboy. Lucas Oil Studios coming up on our 19th year as of doing this thing. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, SpeedFreaks.tv. We're there for you on Twitter, Facebook. Clanster Domus back there behind the glass, making it sound so pretty. Suave Ridiculous on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, whatever the hell else you decide to, to do. The happy bastard saw his team win this weekend. Statman again. Uh, think about this. It's going on 19 years, and of those 19 years, with you being a Browns homer, Crasher being the Denver snorkeler, me being the Cowboys homer, still only one time have one of us seen our team win a championship. <laughs> the hell? Why? 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 Go Broncos! What the hell's going on, Stan? I mean, you're back in Columbus. Can, can, can you bring some mojo back to the Browns? Well, they, we got seven wins. That's more. That's <laughs> twice as many as we've had the last four years combined. So we're going in the right direction. That's but a championship might be a day or two away. That's true. Remember the first win for Baker Mayfield? It was as if it was a Super Bowl win. Was that the it was a Thursday was, night game? It wasn't that the <laughs> open of the Bud Light fri- refrigerators. Oh, wasn't that what it was? Yeah, that was. They had a they had a campaign. Yeah, the first win was going to, the refrigerators would open automatically and everybody would get free bud. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's when you got to revert to that. You know, come on, one. I'm not saying one win is enough or seven wins is enough, but you got to get seven wins. When you start at zero, you got to get seven before you get to ten or twelve. That's just yeah. something. Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals fan base may have to resort to next year. True. But Get a win and we'll open up free beer. But, Statman, you've got uh, LeBron James and the Cavaliers, right? No, but the, the best part was that the, in, day, the day I moved to Columbus was the day that my Ohio State Buckeyes went to the Rose Bowl. <laughs> it was about five miles from where I was in exactly. Southern California. <laughs> and I come all the way here and I can't go to, I got to watch the game on TV. Wow. <laughs> Good planning there. Yeah, well, you know, you do you do your best. That That's what happens when you move to Trumpistan. You never know what's going to happen. Freak Nation, coming up, There a uh, there's major news coming out of NASCAR that has nothing to do with the track, has to do with layoffs. We'll get to that. Also, a great topic out there, will a rookie in the NASCAR Big Boy Cup Series win a race this year? But first, his name is Blake Baggett. His first, speaking of big boys, his first win in the 450 class, been running, I think, what, this is his fifth season? Uh, supporting our good friends at Bubba Burger. Decides to come out to Phoenix and win that race last night. We caught up with him earlier, and we caught up. We the way I started it off with him is again, if you watch Supercross and if you watch the last four or five laps of a race, that's that's pretty close. And this race had a whole lot of drama. Uh, Blake Baggett, curious if your heart rate 
was ever below 150. No, no, for sure. It was probably maxed out from the, the start all the way to the end. Well, talk about that, though, man. The way you were riding towards the end was it was as if you were telling yourself, I've I've been here before, meaning I've won before, but you haven't. But the way yeah. you were, but the way you were riding, it was as if you were just a veteran of you know twenty, thirty wins. Yeah, trying to trying to just stay calm, and uh, you know I was just trying to focus on on the track. It was really slippery, and, and traction was was key. So it was, uh, it was one of those things where you try to get on the gas harder, you spin, um, you try to you know roll through the turns a little bit, you you push the front wheel. So it's one of those things where we were just fighting the track, and I was just trying to you know, focus on letting the race come to me. I was keeping track of the time on how much time was left. And then, uh, you know, it was just, uh, it started to come to me a little bit. I, I quit jumping a few of the rhythm lanes, um, just cause it was, it was getting tough and made a few little mistakes, but then was able to recover. And then, uh, yeah, just, uh, two, two minutes, two laps to go. I, uh, decided it was, it was go time and I'd give it a shot. <laughs> Blake Baggett, people may not understand the nuances of Supercross. Most of the events are indoors. You get rain outdoors like at Anaheim last week where you had a slippery track. But indoors, how can tracks be slippery indoors? Explain that for us. Yeah, I mean, they, they bring in, you know, 6,000 to 8,000 yards of dirt. Uh, they haul it into the stadium by truck, and then they build us a track. So each weekend is completely different. And uh, it's one of those one of those things where, you know, we're, we're in Glendale, Arizona. So um, the dirt they have out here is is far from ideal. It's uh, middle of the desert dirt, so they do the best they can with it as far as working the track. But um, as the night goes on, it just gets blue groove, and you know the the dirt on, you know starts to turn black, where the the rubber from the tires is actually laying down on top of the dirt. And then uh, you know from there, it's just super slick. You're running you're running knobbies on you know basically concrete surface, and uh, it's not ideal. But it's one of those things where uh, you know, you'll go through a section that's loose and loamy and, and gets good traction, and then after that, it'll uh, you know just be polished, hard packed, blue groove. So you're uh, you're constantly fighting the front and the rear, and um, you're just you're just pretty much sawing at it, trying to uh, trying to keep it keep it going in the direction you want. And then let's just throw a complete wrench into everything and have a red flag like you guys had. I mean, the track changes lap to lap, but then all of a sudden you have this long red flag period, and it's like. Okay, what are we going to expect when we restart? Granted, you weren't at the, in the lead at that point, but how did you anticipate the red flag, and how did you take it as a single-file restart and completely change your mentality onto how to attack that track? Yeah, it's just uh, it's one of those things. You don't like to see anybody get hurt, so as soon as the red comes out, it's, uh, it's kind of a debate whether what ruling they're going to go by, if they're going to start us back on the starting gate or if they're going to single-file restart it. So um, ideally, the single file restart was was ideal for us top guys that were up front um that's the last thing we wanted to do was start back on the gate and uh you know that's that's like gambling again so um from there the track just slowly started to, to like deteriorated but it just uh a lot of the crumble started to push off and, and blow away and then from there um you know you're kind of trying to change your line but if you if you got too far out of it you just got wheel spin so it was one of those things where uh you know your heart rate comes way down when you're sitting there waiting for the restart to go and then once the restart goes it's tough to uh to get back in the swing of things blake why has it taken you this long to get a big boy win Ah, uh, just a lot <laughs> i'd say a lot of things yeah all the stars have to line up just right 
And they did. That's all you've got to say, man. Screw the stars. El Chupacabra, baby. Yeah. I don't. I don't have the exact answer. Otherwise, I would have done it within the past five years. Wouldn't have taken me five years to get it done. Because we follow Supercross. I mean, we we know the names. We know the top ten, top twenty names that are out there. And Blake Baggett just wasn't at the top three or five in our conversation. But to see that win tonight, again, I, I said it early on in the interview that it it was as impressive as if you've been there before. Are you you do you all right? You sound a little little surprised yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I don't think it's set in yet. So just going to uh, head you know head head into the next weekend and see what kind of weather we got, and then uh, take that as 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 the best we can. And there's 15 rounds to go, so the goal is to just be there at Bang. the end for the championship and. Uh, try to be fighting for number one plate so uh, real quick before we get the l out of here el chupacabra tell the freak nation about this ranch and why the name yeah that uh that actually started with uh the guy that's standing next to me so it was one of those things where it uh it came from motocross so it doesn't really doesn't really have anything to do with supercross but <laughs> it came from motocross and uh it was just one of those one of those days that i had i came from way back in the back to to win and um jason wygant started that so uh, I got to give him credit for that one, but uh, it's not really a supercross thing. It's it's more of an outdoor motocross thing. Blake Baggett, we have a lot of motorcycle fans in our audience. Some of them may not realize the difference between the speed of supercross and the endurance of motocross. Explain that for us. Yeah, I mean, supercross is uh, you know it's a a man-made track basically that they take the dirt into a stadium or an arena. And, uh, and they build a track, and then, you know, we race it on, on Saturday night, and then they tear it back down and take all the dirt back out, where a motocross track is more of a public um, track that you can, you know, go there with your family and, and your kids and ride there, you know, throughout the year, and it's just a natural terrain track out in the out in the hills or, you know, the middle of nowhere, and, uh, you know, those stay around. So the supercross tracks are um, 17 specific rounds that are, that are built and designed and, and taken down the next day. So that's the difference. Blake Baggett, number four, your big-time winner in Glendale, Arizona, Saturday night joining us here in the Freak Nation. All right, you had to choose between one, uh, tractors or drones. Which one? Oh, tractors for sure. Yeah, baby. Oh, boy. <laughs> Nothing but slow and big. Bam. And mega, mega powerful. There you go. Uh, Blake, congratulations, buddy. Thanks for joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios, bud. Yep. Coming up, Statman Scat in moments, a little trouble in NASCAR town. Also, some layoffs with NASCAR. Will a, will a rookie for 2019 NASCAR Cup season, do they have a shot at winning a race? It's all coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to You wonder what's going on at NASCAR. A report this week said dozens of employees were let go. Sports Business Journal said the layoffs amounted to less than 5% of NASCAR's workforce. Unless you're one of the dozens let go, that may not be much of an alarm. NASCAR doesn't need a lot of people in the home office to conduct its business. Much of its workforce shows up at the racetrack to run the weekend events. But when you send people home, that's always cause for concern. Connect some in the business picture. NASCAR isn't in the racing business as much as it's 
in the advertising business. Its product is audience. NASCAR sells ratings or eyeballs and butts and seats to advertisers who want to sell something to those eyeballs and butts. If there are fewer eyeballs and butts, the billing invoices get smaller. Smaller income means less money to spend on everything, including salaries. And still, NASCAR won't change the way it builds its ultimate product. Odd times. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Happy New Year, Freak Nation. We're back. We're back live. 
13th of January on a Sunday night, man. Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for continuing to be a partner. Continental Tire, General Tire. Now, Bubba Burger in the Freak Nation. Do yourself a flavor. Going to be cooking out next weekend for the NFC-AFC Championship Games. <laughs> Screw the wings, man. Go for the burgers. Bubba Burger, you got onion-flavored. Sweet onion flavored, jalapeno, Angus, turkey, low fat, vegetarian. That's right. You did say jalapeno, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Statman, at the 24 hours of Daytona last year, which one was your favorite at the Bubba Burger cookout? Oh, really? Does that ring a bell, Statman? (laughs) I guess not. Maybe he... (laughs) That snowdrift just got real big. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe he's out frying him up some Bubba Burger. Regardless, go to BubbaBurger.com. Do yourself and your friends and family a favor and go to Bubba Burger, BubbaBurger.com, and find the burger for your favorite weekend parties. You can get them at your favorite grocery store across the country. I think he was a sweet onion guy, just just to answer my question. Right. I think he was a sweet onion guy. I'm jalapeno, and Kenny, you're just anything that has the word Bubba, Bubba on it on because it. you like it all. We had Bubba Burger in our eggs this morning. We that, did? that was that turkey. Was? That was oh, that turkey was Bubba Burger in in our eggs. Okay. Our scrambled eggs. If, if we have time, I got to go back to uh, the <laughs> Bubba Burger when they were just getting started. They were at an event at Irwindale Speedway, and the guy you know practically threw one in my mouth. He was trying to get people to eat them, and I ate one so fast. They were so good, and this is – I ate about three or four of them while I was standing there at the booth. The guy Whoa. wanted to push me away, and I, I said, these are – you eat them like – what's that potato chip? You, nobody can eat just one. You nice. cannot eat just one Bubba Burger. Those things are delicious. They have been for years, and they will be forever. Mm. Speaking of uh, having some time to eat some burgers – Evidently, dozens of folks, you heard Statman's scat, have been laid off with NASCAR. I haven't seen any names yet. Crasher, have you seen some names? I've seen David Hoots, who is a lifer in the competition department. Right. There's And Jenna Fryer kind of laid it out there. I believe it was Friday or might have been first thing Saturday morning saying that she's seeing the numbers in, in around the 50 mark, which is a lot for this company especially a company who said they were going to double down back in November in trying to the family take over the ISC part and the, the basically the tracks part and the sanctioning body part and bring them together to be a more sound company. Well, okay, this isn't doubling down. This is almost like shedding to get ready for a sale or at least a bid. Anyway, going back to the numbers, Jennifer thinks it's in and around 50 and David Hoots was one of the big names, Brett Bodine. Obviously, everybody's going to recognize that last name. So, yeah, some in Daytona, some in Charlotte. And then on a related, unrelated note, I've seen big names like our friend Mike Zizzo at Texas Motor Speedway being let go. So that's weird because that's a track that's not owned by NASCAR. So something is going on in big names. People that have been in their jobs for 10, 20, 30 years are being let go. It's it's a shock. It really is. Statman, what are you hearing? Are there names out there that you're familiar with? No, I haven't heard any names, but it's a, you have to believe that it's it had to come 
you can't continue to do business without some change when all of the products that you use to make what you sell uh, are diminishing. You can't, mm-hmm. something's got to change. And, and uh, these layoffs, I believe, were probably a long time coming. You'd like to think that they could do something else to cut costs, like have fewer races and shorter races and and try to cut costs for everybody. But, you know, people are the ones that have to pay for it, and people paid for it this time. Seeing names like David Hoots, though, who's been in the competition department for a long time, he's very good at his job, don't you think that names like his, once the fan base really gets hold of it, is going to say, okay, we were upset at some things that happened in the competition department during races in the past. Now you're going to bring in a younger, more inexperienced person and suddenly things are supposed to be better? I mean, it just seems like the confidence in the fan base is going to go down, at least with moves like that one. Well, I think the confidence in the fan base has been diminishing for years. That's why people aren't watching and aren't going to the racetracks anymore. So uh, they've got to do something. I mean, we've said that for uh, weeks and weeks and weeks, years. They've got to do something. And it's sad that people, some people we know, had to pay for uh, their lack of doing anything else with their jobs at a time when jobs aren't plentiful, especially in the sports business uh, industry. But um, yeah, something had to be done. You can't continue to ask sponsors to pay the money that they were paying even five years ago when uh, the what the sponsors are buying is getting smaller and smaller. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios. And hearing about these layoffs... As Statman said, the way this country's been downsizing for the last, okay, 10 years, it still is a surprise that it's taken them this damn long. Granted, 10 years ago, NASCAR was still somewhat riding their high prior to the crash, but seeing that the 5% mark, your crasher, you said 50 people. So, approximately. So, so, I mean, do the math, regardless. It's one to one hundred to a thousand. It doesn't matter. You lose your you lose your gig. It blows. But it just seems like it's taken them this damn long to get to this point. When the where the evolution of technology or communication has forced us to downsize like this. It's happened. In, it's it's been happening in radio for well over a dozen years of the elimination of thousands of jobs because of technology. Yeah, but how could technology affect NASCAR? It's still a traveling sport that requires a large amount of personnel to be a a fit and healthy organization. You know, I think what what may have happened, and I don't know this for certain, but the uh, acquisition of ARCA may have found a lot of people uh, that were doing the same jobs at ARCA, and when they came into NASCAR, they found out that, well, we don't need two people to do that. And, uh, you know, the NASCAR, the ARCA person was probably getting paid less money, so the NASCAR person had to go away. Uh, I suffered from that uh, more than once in my career in broadcasting, where, you know, people, uh, one company bought another, and there's a merger, and uh, 
you know, people fall off the edge of the table. So that that could be what happened. I don't know this for certain, but looking at it from the outside, that could be what happened in NASCAR. Hmm. That's a valid point. That's a really valid point. NASCAR has its hands in so many things that I will be curious to see what are some of the names and areas where these folks were laid off. We work with PR people every weekend to get drivers on the show. And there's not one weekend crasher when it's the same person helping us. I'm not saying it's they've got 30 different people, but they've got a number of PR people. They do. Working it. I always assumed, and again, I just never asked anybody. I just assumed that the reason they had so many people on the PR staff was sanity to keep everybody's yeah. sanity because of how long the season is. And you can rotate those people in and out, and everybody travels six, maybe seven, eight races a week, a year. That's it. Coming up next hour, comedian Polly Shore. He joins us. A freaking flashback with Mark Martin 13 years ago, man. Some cringe worthy instances in this interview. You don't want to miss it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell him, man, when you've been around for 20 years, you got some audio, baby. Uh, flashback <laughs> with Mark Martin. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pitch, Lucas Hole Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty, juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freaks since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
grab it, and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse, or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for being a part of this. Do yourself and your family a favor. Go to lucasoil.com. Find the right synthetic oil for that righteous ride. Carburetor cleaner. Interior to exterior. Lucas Oil has what you need to keep that ride running. Go to lucasoil.com. Coming up in moments, a freaking flashback with Mark Martin. We were asked to do a special Saturday show when Sirius kicked off. Sirius Satellite Radio. Back in the early aughts, early 2000s, we were the first motorsports show that kicked off on Sirius Satellite. Again, many years before Sirius XM. Statman and I hosted it. Crasher and our former co-host would join us every now and then. But it was it was more or less Stat and I for a couple of years. And we would have these dudes roll through from the track. And Statman can elaborate on it as well, but... We were kind of treading on eggshells at the time because Sirius Satellite was concerned. They really didn't know. They were they didn't know if they were going to get sued or cease and desist if we said NASCAR Winston Cup Series. So we would because XM at the time they had exclusive rights for it, but they were just concerned that they would get offered a cease and desist or being sued if we said Winston Cup. So Statman, you and I had to come up with some creative ways to refer. To, to Winston Cup at the time. Yeah, and had to make a special laminated card that we had in front of us because we weren't smart enough to remember that we couldn't say it. So we every time we started down that road, that card would leap up and grab us and say, snap out of it. And, you know, we'd, we'd uh, come up with some, you know, I, I think we stopped short of, some of the ones we wanted to say, but yeah, it was yeah. big boy stock car racing and uh, all That's sorts incredible. of stuff. Some cringeworthy moments for you, Freak Nation. It's no Statman boy. and yours truly, Kenny Sargent. We called it Victory Lane with Mark Martin in 2003 signing the new sponsor, uh, relatively unheard of at the time, Viagra. Mark Martin and the Freaks. Mark, about two or three years ago, I was doing some things with Speed Vision and they had me trolling around the NASCAR pits a number of times. And you and I spoke in length. And one of the things that we talked about was sponsorship. And you were you really became into your own with Valvoline on the side of, the, side of your car. And one thing that we talked about was how fans become so enamored with not only the driver but their sponsor. And then all of a sudden, the driver's away from that sponsor. And there they are left holding the Valvoline jacket with Mark Martin number six. And then Johnny Benson hops in there. You see where I'm getting at with this? Well, no, that happened in uh, 
you know, in the racing business from time to time. It's not, uh, you know, that's not what we want to happen, but sometimes uh, things change. And then you just hope the sponsors, then they'll go over and buy that Viagra jacket, right? That happens, you know. <laughs> how are you uh, How are you feeling? I, I was somebody, the other thing that people always ask me when they ask me about Mark Martin, I always tell them about how wiry you are and how, how much you work out and how important fitness is to you. I would assume that that's still the still the case. Yeah, it is. It's uh, you know something that I've been committed to since 1988, and uh, you know it's uh, it's just a, a, a lifestyle. It's part of part of my life, and uh, you know I'm going to continue to do it whether you know whether I race or whether I don't race. It's it's uh, no, I think it's an important part of part of my life. The, do the I know that uh, at least they told me that at California Speedway, they gave you a key to the workout room because you were always asking to somebody to let you in. Does that happen at other tracks also? Well, the problem is that I like to work out real early in the mornings, usually around uh, 6 o'clock, and um, I like to do that because I don't get, you know, interrupted um, and, and what have you. So it's just sort of my routine. Um, I usually I used to work out five days a week. I've got that cut back to four now. And, uh, but, you know, we still, uh, still get with it at six o'clock in the morning, get it, get it done with before the day starts. I would think chasing around your little boy would be enough workout for you, Mark. Well, that too, you know, but, uh, you know, I gotta, gotta lift some weights too. I like doing that. That's, uh, that's part of the program, you know, strength training. I'm a little guy, weigh 130, 135 pounds, something like that. And, uh, so, you know, I like to, uh, I like strength train. We've got Mark Martin here in the pits and mark matt kenseth looks like it, it's all but done with him going to win the winston cup championship you were running for it last year with second in points has matt come to you with any advice on how to handle these last three or four races no, he hasn't but i've gone to him with some advice uh, several times this year so uh you know uh, i just really want to see him win it for 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 him and for for robbie riser and and jack roush and everyone uh you know they're having a a year of a lifetime. I mean, you know, this is uh, this has really been a good year for him. I know uh, this this isn't you, but if it was me, I could imagine there'd be just a twinge of jealousy to know that I got so close last year and a couple of times in the past and wasn't able to finish the deal. And here it looks like Mac uh, or uh, Matt is going to be able to maybe close the close the contract and bring that championship home i'm just proud and honored for the success i have had i've been really fortunate in my career i've had more success than i probably deserve and and uh you know i've worked real hard for it and i'm proud of uh proud of the things that i have done and uh so you know that doesn't really bother me we got mark martin here in the pits and mark when you're in the media business like Statman and myself and crash gladys and Lugnuts, part of speed freaks you like to get any kind of press you can, I don't good or bad, indifferent. And with Viagra on the side of your car, you should be getting residuals on the jokes that people have made. And actually, Viagra they've got to they've got to love all the talk that goes on with the blue pill. Oh, well, you know, you guys may be hearing that, but I don't hear that much. You know. <laughs> Come on, you got to hear from some of your drivers, your driver buddies, and so forth. I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't hear that. Uh, most of them are mature enough to know that, uh, you know, it's, uh, that, that uh, you know, men's health is a serious, serious thing. And for the people who, uh, 
who need who need it and who use the you know use it. It's a great product, and uh, you know that's just how it is. Though I think they're maybe a little bit more mature than you give them credit for. No, I understand where you're where you're coming from on that point, but that's that's back to the sponsor deal where you've got something of that nature and you've got to represent it the way it's supposed to be represented. Is are there? I've seen some of the Viagra trailers at whether it's California Speedway or if it was in Texas. Has the response from the public in general been overwhelming? People going into those trailers and getting information on Viagra. Um, the uh, the tune up for life trailer that uh, that they take to all the uh, um, all the races has uh, it's been up and going for now about three years, I guess now. And uh, they have given 100,000 uh, free health screenings, you know, and um, checking for everything, you know, blood sugar, uh, cholesterol, high cholesterol, uh, you know, diabetes and all kinds of things like that. And, um, you know, it's just something that I've been really proud of and proud to be a part of to, to help them promote, uh, you know, men's health and to give something back to our fans, you know. they, um, You know, they're not used to getting something you know, like that for free. Now, a guy doesn't have to take off of work and go sit in a doctor's office and pay for, uh, you know, pay for all that misery when, uh, you know, he can get go get a, a free checkup right at the racetrack. That is something that uh, I guess, yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about that. That's something that really makes it worthwhile. And I guess it would be something, one reason why you would want to be involved with it because you're at a level uh, in a very visible sport, you're at a level where you could maybe pick and choose between sponsors. I know sponsors are hard to come by, but it would a sponsor has to come to you in the right way in order for you to give your name and endorsement to the product. I was pretty excited when I got the opportunity to work with with these guys on this. You know, you you got to remember, I'm 44 years old too. You know, and it, so it it it. You know, it makes a difference. I'm more mature than I was when I was 24 years old, and it makes a lot more sense now to me. And, you know, I, I realize because I'm a, a son and I'm a husband and I'm a father and, and, and all that, that, you know, that all these guys are sons, fathers, and husbands and and uh, uh, and brothers and, and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, you know, when it all boils down to it, to me, that's a lot more important than... Uh, you know, um, been selling a product, you know, uh, health and, and family and, and all that stuff is just more important to me. we got Mark Martin here in the pits, and, Mark, we've had Jack Roush in here a number of times, and he's the guy that will come in and tell tell what he's thinking, like it or not. He'll share some things with you, just kind of your jaw drops at times. Some great stories. And is this a friendship between the two of you guys that, of course, we know it goes beyond racing, but is this a friendship that will go on and continue once you guys, or once you're out of racing per se, where you'll just call Jack Roush up in the middle of the week just to see how he's doing and his family and so forth? I think so. You know, we've built a bond over the past 15, 17 years, I think it's been, since we Damn. started working together. And, um, you know, uh, it, it feels pretty strong, a lot like family. Um, you know, Jack is uh, is the is the guy. Uh, my, my dad's no longer uh, with us, so... He is the guy that is that I look up to, um, much like I would my dad. Even though he says he's not old enough to be my dad, <laughs> but he's still the guy who I look up to, who knows more about almost everything than I do. There's a few things that I might be 
uh, senior, you know, in, in, in knowledge on. But um, Jack's a really, really smart guy, and uh, he's somebody that, uh, that I talk to about personal things and uh, business things and life and uh, obviously the racing business. We've been talking about that forever, but he and I have gotten a lot closer, he, especially since his accident. Um, I think we've gotten even closer. Let me ask you something a little different, uh, and I'm, I'm really sincere about this. If you've traveled all over the country, you've seen practically every corner of America uh, through all the years that you traveled in NASCAR, give me some observation about uh, what you've seen in America and what you've seen in the past and what you see now as a, as a, just as a, a 44-year-old American. Well, I mean, the growth, the, probably the most phenomenal thing I've seen has been, you know, the growth and popularity of NASCAR racing itself. Um, it's just, you know, who would have ever dreamed? Um, and it's changed a lot in, in the, uh, the commercialism, the money, um, the television, the recognition, everything about it, you know, has grown so much. And it's, 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 it's changed a lot. And, uh, you know, that's something that, you know, I didn't foresee. And, you know, it's, it's been a good thing for, for, for all of us, for everyone involved financially. Uh, but at the same time, it, it's brought its own set of negatives as well. You know, the pressures, um, you know, that, that come about all of, of, a competitive person can stand is the pressure that he puts on himself to, you know, to win, uh, to do well, to excel, and to succeed. And, uh, you know, the more commercialized the sport gets, the more uh, a different kind of pressure, a more almost unbearable kind of pressure that, that piles on to you. So, you know, it's, it's taken it from something that, that, that you would do for fun and turned it into definitely a business and something that you really have to work at, uh, you know, for a lot of different reasons, not only just for your own personal success, but for the success of, let's say, 100 people that, you know, are involved in the six car. You know, there was a time when the six car was maybe directly impacted by 12, 10 or 12 people, and now that number's gone in 17 years up to 100. And all those people, you know, uh, their livelihoods, revolve around the you know the performance of that car and so it uh it's gotten pretty complicated i guess hmm. you would say over over the last uh 20 years and mark martin the the young guys that are coming in now are are very different and they have a different outlook and different expectations uh on the sport don't they and their their observations would probably be different than yours wouldn't they well, you know, let's face it. I mean, you know, a uh, 20-year-old is going to see the world differently than a 40-year-old, and uh, this 40-year-old saw the world differently when he was 20. So, uh, obviously, you know, the, the world's changing, and uh, uh, we didn't have satellite radio, you know, 20 years ago. <laughs> there it is. For example, you know. <laughs> there uh, it is. Everything is changing. The whole world's changing. The racing business is changing, but so is everything else. Um, people are changing, and uh, that's just uh, that's just the way of the world. Times are are moving on.
that man, if you look at that conversation with Mark Martin, again, 2003, dude never won a cup championship. If you look at that conversation with Mark Martin talking about the young guys, oh, my gosh. Go back and look at some of those names, man. Some of those young guys are now guys going out the top. That's how long that interview has been. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, there's the changes. And I was thinking that they went from 12 people involved in the six car to more than 100, and they still couldn't win a championship. Listen to some of these names that we're racing against uh, Matt in the game. Bill Elliott, Bobby Labonte. These are winners that year. Michael Waltrip, Ryan Newman. Uh, Ryan Newman was there then? Yeah. Wow. Jimmy Johnson. Okay, Jimmy had to have been a rookie. 2003? Yeah. Dell Jarrett was running. Bobby Labonte, as I said. Wow. Terry Labonte was probably still driving then. These are winners from that year. Yeah, Terry Labonte won in Darlington that year. Freaking flashback. 2003 with Mark Martin here with the Freaks. Coming up next hour, Paulie Shore, he joins us. And do the rookies have a shot at winning a freaking race in the NASCAR Cup Series for 2019? It's all coming up, Speed Freak Pits and the Lucas Hole Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Hey, it's Ron Barr. The new year is here, so what's your New Year's resolution? If you're planning to be healthier, it all starts with a good night's rest. Right now, MyPillow's Christmas special has been extended. When you go to MyPillow.com, you'll find the lowest price MyPillow has ever offered for their four-pack. It includes free shipping. That's right, you heard me right, free shipping. You also will get their 60-day money-back guarantee that's been extended through March 1st. First, best price ever, free shipping extended money-back guarantee, and a good night's sleep. What else do you need? So go to MyPillow.com, click on the Christmas special, and use promo code BAR. That's B-A-R-R. You'll get two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Again, go to MyPillow.com, click on the Christmas special, and enter my promo code BAR. I have a MyPillow, and I love it. No neck or backache, just a nice, fitful sleep. So check it out, MyPillow.com. Promo code BAR. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. 
Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you play daily fantasy sports? Have you ever wondered how people can make thousands of dollars playing it? Well, we have the answer. Draft-board.com slash SOA will give you the expert tools and advice in order to make serious cash. You can sign up for just $1 for 30 days. Yeah, you heard that right. $1 for 30 days at draft-board.com slash SOA. That's draft-board.com slash SOA. Start making the big bucks today. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks, last hour, Mark Martin, the Freakin' Flashback, 2003, when he joined us on a special Saturday show that we used to do for Sirius Satellite back in the day. Also, Blake Baggett, Supercross winner from Phoenix. He was in here. You missed any of it? Go to the website. We'll have it up there for you tomorrow morning, speedfreaks.tv. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, coming up this hour, Polly Shore, comedian Polly Shore, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Statman Crasher, I was looking back at some of the numbers when it comes to nascar and with that 2003 interview with mark martin i went to racing reference and wanted to look into some of the purses the daytona 500 purse for february of 2003 the purse the total purse was 11.9 million dollars all right in 2003 2003 11.9 i don't see it for 16 17 and 18 up to 2015 is where I see it. It increased by, holy smokes, is that right? It increased by $7 million. Over $18 million is your purse for the 2015 Daytona 500. All right, so that's 12 years after the the original $11.9 million. All right. Right. And then, though, you go into some of the breakdowns of what these drivers were earning. <laughs> oh, my God. Not, not sponsorship included. But the drivers and their teams that they were earning with some of these purses, holy mackerel. Percentage-wise? Just the the money they collected. Let me see if I can get back to one of these years. Here you go. I'll get, let's say, all right, so 2015, Statman. Kyle Busch, your cup champion, he earned $8.3 million. Kevin Harvick, 11.7 million dollars jeff gordon (laughs) 7.6 so this is strictly by actions on the track because we know sponsorship money is a whole heck of a lot more than that correct wow matt kenseth in the finished 15th in 2015 by the way this is 2015 if i didn't say in 2015 matt kenseth at 15th 
$6.8 million. <laughs> All righty then. Yep. <laughs> let that uh, resonate. Let that sit there and uh, smoke that in your pipe, whatever freaking reference I was going to make there. <laughs> God. Oh. Justin Allgaier finished 30th. He made $3.9 million. 30th place yep. in, the into, in the series. Yeah. Three point. Oh, wow. Well, that well, that was when they were having a lot of the start and park people, and that's why they were doing it because yeah, there you, go. you could start the the race and drive even to the first pit stops and go home with thirty five thousand dollars. In some of the other series, you couldn't uh, you could win the race overall and get thirty five thousand. You could finish last in a NASCAR race and a Cup race back in those days and get uh, $30,000, $40,000. There was a lot of money in that industry at that time that's not there anymore. You look at some of these numbers that these guys, like, let me see, races. You've got uh, Eric Jones. Eric Jones, here you go, 2015. Now has a full-time ride. Eric Jones with three races, he won $544,000. Joey Gase, two races, $177,000. Yeah, you win the pro stock championship in the NHRA. You win the championship for the whole season, and you won't get $250,000. So, yeah, I mean, there's – there was a lot of money in NASCAR at one time that, you know, that's that's dwindling up now. It's drying up now. In fact, they've changed the whole structure – if you sign up for their awards program, you may not get any money unless you qualify for the race. You may not get any money in the uh, in the race at all. If you run in the race, you you get money by showing up and finishing, I think, above what is it? Crash 35th place, 36th place yeah. in the points the year before. And you get you guaranteed so much money to you know help your program. Matt Crafton, one race last year in 2015, $515,000. Mike Wallace, one race, $313,000. One race. Daytona 500. Mm. Whoa. And before you know it, we'll be there for the 2019 Daytona 500. Going to reset. Be right back with Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates to Speed Freaks. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. How you doing, man? This hour, Polly Shore will join us here in the Freaks. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. This segment brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. You go to GeneralTire.com, find the tire for your ride, and say, hey, man. Big old tire, discount tire, tire pros. I need those GTs on that badass truck out there. They say, hells yeah, give me some scoots. You got your rubbers in your truck. If you talk like that, they'll probably kick your ass out of there. But it's all right. Get and inside tires. the truck, <laughs> inside the truck, you're going to have a Supercross bike. And Phoenix, folk, you know Supercross last night delivered. It was unpredictable. And there's a lot of competition in the qualifiers. You went from that to the complete domination from Adam Ciancarulo winning in the 250 main to then the craziness that was the 450 main. Blake Baggett, his first ever big boy win. 
Blake Baggett, your winner in Phoenix. And defending champ Jason Anderson was the one who nabbed the whole shot. And then all was right with the world until Malcolm Stewart went down hard in the whoops. We now know Stewart suffered a broken femur. He was to have undergone surgery today. But his broken femur is why there was such a lengthy assistance in getting him off the field, off the track. And that, of course, resulted in a red flag. Riders then restarted single file. And just a few laps later, uh, (laughs) winner or leader, I should say, Ken Roxon went down. Then with just two laps to go, Jason Anderson, who assumed the lead when Roxon fell, he was passed by your eventual leader, Blake Baggett. Yes, Bubba Burger's own Blake Baggett. If you missed our interview with Blake in the first hour, check it out tomorrow, speedfreaks.tv. The Dakar Rally Stage 6 was today. And after the fifth stage, many people were writing how happy they were that Sebastian Loeb came away with the win. But, okay, Loeb did it again after a harder stage six today. However, let's put this into some context. Nasser Alatia is leading again. I think he's won the last three or four years in a row. He is still, even with Sebastian winning the past two stages and another earlier stage, he is still 38 total minutes ahead. It's going to take some mistakes for Loeb to sneak in and take the overall win. All right, just about 11 days until the 24 hours of Daytona weekend kicks off. That's 11 days until the Thursday of that weekend. 33 days until the beginning of the Daytona 500 weekend. And speaking of NASCAR, there is some sad news. Yes, we talked about the NASCAR layoffs. But Joe Gibbs' eldest son, J.D. Gibbs, lost his battle with his neurological disease this weekend. Race in peace, J.D. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance, excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. 
Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Now, here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history with that Rob and me. My team. had a little horsey named Paul Revere. Just me and my horsey and a quart of beer. Coming up, Polly Shore, comedian. Polly Shore will be joining us here at the Freak Nation. Statman, Crash Gladys, Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, man. Bubba Burger, man. Man, man. Hey, man. Got yourself a party coming up this weekend, NFC, AFC Championships. Dump the wings and grab yourself some Bubba Burgers. Your favorite grocery store? They got them, man. Sweet Onion Burger, Jalapeno, Angus. You watching what kind of caloric intake you got? Well, they got low-fat and turkey burgers. Vegetarian burgers. For more information, go to BubbaBurger.com, BubbaBurger.com. You're not going to buy a better burger than a Bubba. So you just said, man, you kind of were laughing about it because it's just something that you say. You say a lot of weird things. Well, do you want to (laughs) let everyone know today how surprised you were when you hear Henley playing with her PJ masks and her trolls, and all of a sudden she she drops (laughs) one down the slide, and, and then she goes, Hello, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody. She did that. And then she got frustrated with us today. And she's, we're talking about our five-year-old daughter now. She got frustrated with us today. She didn't want to do something. She goes, God, Jesus. <laughs> That's me. That's me. That is you. <laughs> and, Stab how do you not laugh? How do you not laugh? Well, you can't because then they, they'll do it. But you got to go behind the door and or say, I got to go outside for a minute. <laughs> then you go laugh outside. Otherwise, they think it's cute and do it all the time and drive you crazy. Yes, because what was it? Something else she said this morning. And you told her, you said, okay, you cannot say that anymore. And she goes, why? You laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you are, right there. <laughs> oh, man. Statman, do you know the name Daniel Hemrick? What about the name Ryan Priest? What? Heimrich. Heimrich. Heimrich Maneuver? Isn't it? Daniel, I, I've, it's H-E-M-R-I-C. That's the point. That's the point. He's a rookie running in the Cup Series this year. Ryan Priest. Priest taking A.J. Allmendinger's ride. ride. Terry Banning, Berryhill is going to be in the, the Cup Series. I mean, this is, these, are all, these are all rookies that are going to be running in the Cup Series. You think these cats got a shot to win as a rookie? The last rookie to win in the Cup Series? Who was that, Crash? 
It was 2016 Pocono. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Statman. Don't do this to me. The last rookie oh. to win. I I have no idea. Chris, Chris Busher. Yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> That's he won last... a cup race? Wait yeah. a minute. He won a cup race? He was a truck driver. He won the rain shortened August race at Pocono Raceway in 2016. That's the one that had the lightning issue with fans, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. There it is. There's your rookie class, Freak Nation, for your cup series. But don't say that this is a bad crop of rookies. No rookies have won in the last couple of years. So <laughs> Just... there's that. I have never been so out of touch with a rookie class than this one. This is crazy. Holy that sounds smokes. like the rookie class of NFL oh, uh, coaches. Right. Nobody knows who they are either. You know? Freak Nation, coming up next, his name is Pauly Shore, comedian Pauly Shore. Step, not stepbrothers, but brother-in-law, son-in-law, <laughs> Biodome. What's the other one? Encino Man. Uh, he's next. Speed Freak Spence, Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. wonder what's going on at NASCAR. A report this week said dozens of employees were let go. Sports Business Journal said the layoffs amounted to less than 5% of NASCAR's workforce. Unless you're one of the dozens let go, that may not be much of an alarm. NASCAR doesn't need a lot of people in the home office to conduct its business. Much of its workforce shows up at the racetrack to run the weekend events. But when you send people home, that's always cause for concern. Connect some in the business picture. NASCAR isn't in the racing business as much as it's in the advertising business. Its product is audience. NASCAR sells ratings or eyeballs and butts and seats to advertisers who want to sell something to those eyeballs and butts. If there are fewer eyeballs and butts, the billing invoices get smaller. Smaller income means less money to spend on everything, including salaries. And still, NASCAR won't change the way it builds its ultimate product. Odd times. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. Get a $50 credit to give your first job posting premium placement at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, quality standards, and usage limits apply. Additional terms online. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. That's 800-814-5188. G3 
Hey anglers, Scott Turnage here, the old G3 Sportsman. 2019 is here and the new G3 boats are better than ever. Stop by your nearest G3 dealer and check out the most diverse lineup of aluminum boats and pontoons on the market today. Come on over and enjoy the G3 life, just like me. Watching the game? Think you know what's going to happen next? Well, it's about time you got paid for being right. Introducing WinView, the number one live TV sports prediction platform. Answer props during the game while competing against your friends and other fans, and you can win cash. Head to predictsports.tv to start playing now. And check out the weekly $10,000 Monday Night Football main event. That's predictsports.tv. Watch. Predict. Win. At predictsports.tv iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Trying to figure out these emo bands that that's are... It is. What? Who is it? Who is this? It's part of the emo bands. Who is this? I'm, I know it, but who's the band? All-American Rejects. Yeah. Were you they, were in L.A. during this. Doesn't mean I was... In tra- Listen, I've been doing Speed Freaks for freaking 18 years, Holmes. You're, you're on Moesha, okay? Right. It opens up everything. Right. <laughs> uh, coming up in moments, Pauly Shore will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, General Tire. That's GeneralTire.com. That's where you go, man. Big old, you got a big old fat F-150 or what about a, um, General Tire has sports car tires now. You go to GeneralTire.com, GeneralTire.com to find the tire for your ride. And then on over to uh, Tire Pro or Discount Tire and say, hey, man, need those tires on the bad boy? And say, okay, there you go. Bam. Give him some money. Rich it up. What a crash. (laughs) (laughs) We can take care of. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't like my sound effects? (laughs) No. (laughs) Golly. Oh, boy, Freak Nation. So we caught up with Pauly Shore earlier this week, spent some good time with the guy. Uh, he's on tour right now, which most comedians are. They're, they never leave tour. They might take a month or two off, but Pauly Shore making his rounds across the country as we speak. Encino Man, Son-in-Law, right? He got and Biodome, big movies for him. This is Pauly Shore joined us earlier here in the Freak Nation. You got a lot of people here. This is a big show. Usually, I just come in a little cubby with one dude, and we knock it out, and I roll out. This is a lot. Of, it's, it's, I almost feel like you know this is the new this Nancy Pelosi's people or something <laughs> coming at me. It's a whole group. Could you do a Could you do a stand up with three or four with three or four comedians? Could I do one? Could what you do, you do it successfully? What does that mean? Without 
comedians talking over each other versus the Scar Brothers. Oh, the Scar Brothers, the brothers yeah. are legendous at being able to go back and forth. Did yeah. you do it with three or four comics on the I on just stage? did it with Michael Rappaport. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> and did he it's get a word well, in edgewise or you? Well, you know, I mean, what we do is a rhythm thing. So it's all about feeling each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a cadence. You know, you kind of go back and forth and... And sometimes you have a you have rhythm with a certain person, and it works. And sometimes it's over the top, and it's annoying, and people turn the channel. I don't know. It's you know, I'm sure you deal with this every day. So, it, it, but it's, it's part of the family though. We could be on location, and I know his cadence. I know her cadence. We don't have to see each other to talk. Right. I mean that that that's part of a successful show, not being a bunch of douchebags trying to get the joke or the or the to, to end up as the last guy talking. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's what we do for a living. So we should be able to do it properly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a douchebag out there that you wouldn't want to take the stage with? Um, I can't say that these days. Back in the old days, I'd probably say it. <laughs> I'd throw people under the bus, but now because of social media, you know, <clears throat> I'd probably get out there. So I don't know. Whatever. Can we not just close the door no. of a comedy club? Is it not that way? We can't close the door of the comedy club to the outside world mm. and still say anything we want to in a comedy club? You could, but you 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 stand the chance of you know being shunned out of the business. You know, if you say something that's over the line and you come from a place of hatred or I don't know, you know, it depends. I mean, look what happened to Michael Richards. It mm-hmm. still affected him. You know, what 10, 15 years later, right? Mm-hmm. We had yeah. Marlon Wayans in the studio about a month ago, and he said sorry, sorry, just... Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but he said people need to just stop being so sensitive. He thinks that there, you guys shouldn't have to change what you do because that's what puts you guys on the map, and that's what, that's what comedy is. Yeah, but unfortunately, the world has changed, and you have to just kind of like... I just think at the end of the day, um, you either have that... that, that um, I don't want to say hatred or that thing inside of you or you don't. And, you know, and you can say the N word or you could say different things. But if you say it in a loving kind of silly way, then I don't think people take it so offensive. And I think, I don't know, it's just kind of how you say stuff. You know what I mean? If you say the N word like, but if you say it like happy, hey, what's up, ma? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, but go back to the Lenny Bruce days, the Red Fox days. And the things that they would say in a nightclub, you go Sam Kinison, you go back to your early, early days. There wasn't much of a gap, but now there's a gap of what you can say. in. in, in but it's not just stand-up. I think it's in everything. You know, I think it's just look at when you go to Starbucks. You go to Starbucks, you're sitting in line, you see a hot chick. Back in the old days, yo, babe, what's up? You know, now you're just a tweet away from her, you know, putting you on blast. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to mind your P's and Q's. Was was there at least that it, that's how I my perception of it, but you know I might be wrong. You know that's just my take on it. You was know, there just, a moment in your life where you realized, oh man, I need to change things with social media, or was there like a progression of maybe you weren't getting the same response with one joke that you were getting five years? No, earlier? the jokes don't. It's just no, 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 no. It's not that. It's just the fact that you watch the news, just like you watch the news, I watch the news, people listening watch the news. And they see all these people that are getting outed all the time. So it's almost like a fire. It's like, do you want to go in the fire and go there? You're going to get burned. Look at Louis Mm C.K. You know, here's a guy that, you know, was so on top of the world, 
and he did some, I guess, inappropriate things. I wasn't there. I don't, I don't know. And now anytime he goes to a comedy club, they record him and they switch it around and saying he said this, he said that. But if he said this and he said that and he didn't get in trouble for that sexual stuff, no one would care you know, as much. Mm-hmm. But because he got pinned down as this guy that masturbated on girls or whatever he did, I don't know what it's specific. I wasn't there, although <laughs> that sounds kind of fun. Um, but, uh, you don't know, you know, it's just kind of like, you just, you know, I don't know. And then with the Trump era and all that stuff. So it's like, I don't know. People are on edge. You talk about the Trump era and where we are now. Mm. Is it scary to be a comic now? If you started 20, 30 years ago? I don't think comedy has anything to do with it. I think it's just in general. I mean, you guys work in a corporate environment. Mm -hmm. There's pretty girls that walk by every second. You guys see them at the coffee thing. And, you know, the old days, you'd be like, yo, da-da-da-da-da. The new days, you got to mind your P's and Q's. Otherwise, they'll report you to HR. Trust me, I've been reported. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't don't have a job. But if I did, I'm sure if I worked at State Farm or something, you know what I mean? You'd have to wear khakis. <laughs> but it's not comedy. Comedy has nothing to do with it. It's any, any, I mean, look at Les Moonves. It just doesn't stop, you know? Roseanne lost her show. Like, I don't know. It's Roseanne's an, another example. I don't know. It's just, uh, you just gotta, you know, you, you gotta go to the line, not cross it, and just know that these are different times, yeah. There are two schools of thought now because of the environment that we're in. Look how we're not talking over each other. This is good. See, you got a good cadence. It's exciting. We have a good cadence. It's not normal. It's, no, like, it's not normal. It's like little. This isn't normal. It's like little drummer boy. Pa 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 pa. pa. Yeah, just we think sound about polished that. more than normal now. No way. No, but the two school of thoughts as far as doing stand up. You're sexy, is, by the way. You know that. Though, and you right? can say that. Yeah, you can. You talking to that. me? You know what? You're, no, she's, she's I radio. have a lazy eye. I'm looking over here. <laughs> You make me feel good because I gained a bunch of weight over the holidays because no, I love drinking. She's hot. She kind of looks like a porn star from the 80s. You know what I mean? Oh, in a yeah. way, which is hot. Which you should have seen my bangs in the 80s. I know. Man, I, I could have rocked the porn. Right. <laughs> no, but do, are you one that says, put your cell phones in a bag? Or are you one that says, no, I want you to record me. I don't give a crap what gets out on social because it's also a form of marketing. I don't know about that. I mean, no, comedy is very sensitive. You know, you're on stage, you want, you, you basically want, you don't want people to record you. Really? No, you don't. Because, because when you go on stage, like last night I did a show on stage and I want that performance, if that's what it's called, whatever hell I I was doing on stage, I want it just to be for those people. You know what I mean? I don't want people to record it and put it out there because that's private. You know, it'd be like someone coming in here and recording you guys sitting in the corner and putting it out there and you didn't know about it. You'd be like, that's kind of like, I don't want that. This is for us and the people listening. Right. Does that make sense? Keep it private. Keep it that specific show. Yeah. I think like at the comedy store that that needs to happen. I think there needs to be what we do with with Dave Chappelle, which is basically, you know, they put all the the phones inside the uh, packets. What's it called? Yonder, which is a, a company where basically, I mean, you know that, you've heard of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you, if you go to a, a show, they give you a packet and they put your phone in it and they snip it, you know, and then, and they undo it after you leave. Hmm. And that's what Dave Chappelle does. And I think that's smart yeah. because, uh, you know, he's on stage. He wants to just, you know, a lot of, 
a lot of comedics comedians creativity happens on the stage mm -hmm. and you don't want someone to record it and it's like a bad set or a bad moment and they're like oh look at this guy like you know <laughs> and i think that's a lot of reason why eddie excuse me <clears throat> thanks for offering me a water by the way <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Seriously. Christ. I mean, where is it? You can do my already drank water. It's okay. I'll get more diseases. I, don't, I already have it. 80s cool. porn stars. You remember how those were? <laughs> bangs. You're drinking Bangs water right now. <laughs> Why didn't we have waters in here? How rude of us. Super rude, right? Seriously. But it's okay. I don't we got mind. our G damn banners behind <laughs> you and the phone's going, but damn it, yeah. we couldn't get you some agua, could yeah, we? Yeah, no. It's <laughs> pushing it. We're cheap. We're so Paulie Shore here in the Freak Nation. Good to have him here in the Freak Nation. Go back into the early 90s. That's when I made my trek out to Los Angeles. Pirate Radio, KLOS. Remember and the only the, the only thing that, that we had at the time in the early 90s, we had the Pirate Radio Harley Girls and, and Hollywood and Sunset and uh, everything that was going on then, Paulie. You go by Sunset now, it's like the worst. That's that's where it's I'm getting that now. Yeah, it's the worst. It's like the worst feeling, right? Yeah. No, I remember Carney's. I mean, that was me in the 90s. <laughs> Carney's on Sunset where you yeah. can actually get in there. Yeah. No, it's Carney's is still there. Yeah, but it, I mean, the line, man, it's just different now. I grew up in L.A. I was there when he was on TV there, and I had, I mean, I didn't what know. What high was, school obviously. did you go to? Buckley. Oh, the, yeah, so you're a Val. I am. I like that. Bam. I used to throw things at you when I was a kid. That's awesome. No, That's killer. No, you remember people used to make fun of the vows in L.A.? Of course. You vow surf, remember? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, we used uh, to shop there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we used to do this thing. It was hilarious as kids. We used to we used to take the bus. This was during the summer, which was California in the summer in the 80s was amazing. Mm. So we would take the bus down Sunset and in Westwood, we would uh we would stop and then the vowels would get get on the bus and there'd be I'll this weird it. energy and then we'd go to the beach and da, 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 and then we'd get back on the bus and then Westwood at, at, at the federal building the vowels would get off and the second the vowels would get off we'd scream out the windows vowels go home you kooks <laughs> right you remember <laughs> well, so go home you kooks go back to the valley you kooks I'm like 12 but now isn't it <laughs> but I mean all of Hollywood and everything is bleeding into the valley now I mean because that was at one point the valley's the, cool now it, now it's you know bars and uh, breweries no, and cool. all that it's stuff. like but it's like Iowa. Iowa is cool. That's Iowa's true. got like no, true. A, a, a Whole Foods. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like, Wait, did you, you say Iowa's cool? No. <laughs> no, it is. It is cool. Have you been to Iowa? Long De time ago. Des Moines? I'm an Indiana girl, and we used to make fun of Iowa being the... You like the vowels, right? Iowa's the vowels. Exactly. Iowa's the vowels. You two are on the, the right side there of this. There we go. No, but look, my point is is that... Uh, I don't know what my point was. I apologize. I it's interrupted okay. you. Let's so, do this. Let's, can you hang around for another segment? Yeah, we're good, bro. All right. Polly Shore's mom, Mitzi Shore, was the co-founder of the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard many, many years ago. Statman, do you, you were in Los Angeles for decades. You know the significance of the comedy store right next to the old Riot Hyatt on Sunset. Yeah, there a lot of people, great careers were made in the comedy store, some of the people started with a five-minute set in the basement before they worked their way up to the to the main room, and they got seen by uh, booking agents for the Tonight Show and other shows, and and careers were launched. and And back in the '80s, there was like four or five stand-up shows on uh, television. Yeah. And, you know, they go from those show from, you know, these comedy clubs to those shows to, you know, stardom. Some of them did. Some of them ended up 
in less than starring <laughs> roles <laughs> on the headlines. I was telling Crash that when I moved to Los Angeles in the early 90s, how you could go into the comedy store and after hours and you'd see some relatively huge names come in there working on some new with some new material they'd have you know note notepad in hand and basically audition these new jokes on people for their national tour which leads to what statman was saying the comedy store was just the significance that it played with the seinfelds of the world the robin williams of the world steve martin guys like that is incredible and mitzi shore Polly shore's mom and his dad helped co-found the comedy store what was crazy was to see like Dave Chappelle would appear on one of these half hour shows on network television. And then you'd see him on HBO, like deaf comedy jam and the same jokes would be laced with profanity that he told with very, you know, clean language, uh, on television. And they weren't any funnier to me, but, uh, yeah, it was just strange to hear the two sides of the same joke. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent will continue on with Pauly Shore, part two with Pauly Shore. We talk a little bit about his mom and his touring across the Midwest. He's, <laughs> oh, yeah. Pauly Shore, comedian, actor. It's a good 30 minutes with Pauly Shore, but cut it down a little bit for you to kind of take out some of the extraneous BS that goes on typically in our conversations. Crash, you're asking questions that pertain to nothing. You kept in the water. <laughs> the fact that he was right. pissed he didn't have any water, rightfully so. <laughs> Polly Shore, more Speed Freaks coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. (laughs) This is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No, that I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. 
Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no, no, no. I ain't got the time. We continue on with a discussion with Polly Shore. He joined us earlier this week on tour. He was hanging out in Phoenix, Arizona for three or four nights. So we decided to catch up with the guy. 10.30 in the morning, he was uh, he was worse for the wear as opposed to no worse for the wear. Whatever the hell that means. Still not trying to break that down. More with Polly Shore, Speed Freaks, on a Sunday night. Twitter, Instagram, dude. Uh, everything above. Also, my podcast is called Polly Shore Random Rants, and that does really good. So I was talking about the early 90s. Uh, I moved to Los Angeles in 90. Unfortunately, I was alive for the now 80s. you need a coffee or a water. <laughs> I took coffee. your water. It's all good. <laughs> the party that ensued in the 80s and the 90s until really for us heavy metal guys, mm. pointing at me, until grunge took over, was just fan-freaking-tastic. Mm-hmm. The yeah. only thing inhibiting us from having sex with everybody on the streets was just our clothes. Pretty it, much, It was yeah. bonkers. Yeah. On, on Sunset, Rainbow... I go on and on. Bill Gazzari's place. Yeah. Yeah. Gil Turner's. Yeah. It, yeah. If you needed some the backwoods. Playboy Mansion. Oh, they, the Grotto. Your best story from the Playboy, Playboy Mansion. You have to listen to it on the Michael oh, Michael Rappaport there, podcast. It's there you today. go. There you go. Bad timing. Um, I don't know. It was all it was all fun. It was I was always very honored to be part of that, and I was happy that Hefner invited me as one of his guests. And and then after a while, he started renting it out to other companies, and then it kind of lost its you know its glamour and his its its uniqueness. Yeah. Yeah, it's like okay, everybody's been in the grotto now. Everybody's been on the trampoline now. Yeah, it's, like, it's not okay, as okay. What it's next? Not, yeah, it's not as uh, you know, you know what I mean. Where yeah. would you rather rather live? That's a, I think that's a good question. Rather live, given the cities that you've been in. Probably Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah. Why? It's show business out mm-hmm. there. There's shows. You know, I can get like a one man show going out there. Do some some type of care top move, maybe. You know. More a little more, uh, you know, introverted maybe, and uh, 
telling crazy stories and uh i don't know it's americana i'm americana <laughs> you know people from iowa are there <laughs> you don't think so i always thought like celine dion and all these people that do their shows uh kevin um uh who's a uh, ray romano did a show out there would that get boring like i haven't thing. done i haven't done it i don't know and and sometimes in life you want to switch it up and do something boring mm-hmm. i don't know you that's know that's fair these guys, they go out there, you know. Carrot Top is making what, ten million a year? And that's, I mean, that's obviously the the mo- the moniker for it. Is yeah, but his, he's got a great show too. Mm-hmm. Yes, so it it's like, and and at at the end of the day, you know, his job is to do props. So mm-hmm. I assume like every three to four months, he's switching it up and trying different silly props. So he's probably got Donald Trump props, you know, different things like here's Trump, da 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 da, you know, hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. You know, he he found himself a really good, you know, niche there for him, you know, so. Polly Shore joining us here in the Freak Nation. And sometimes we talk about how when Howard Stern went off air, who was it? David Lee Roth took over for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And what happened uh... when that that little switch, David Lee Roth failed mostly because he wasn't wanting to talk about the behind the scenes stuff of all of his rock and roll days. You doing a show, I would imagine your content would mm. be just killer. You could. You could rock Vegas for three years with all your stories. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things. Well, I'll, I'll just tell you the stuff that I'm working on now is a one-man show, a book, and a documentary. And then also, um, yeah, that's what I'm working on now. And then I'm also starring in a film that we start filming uh, next month, which I'm just acting in. Oh, just well, no, usually I'm producing and doing different things okay. like that. So this is just like, it's a really funny concept and I'm excited about it. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing boring about that, I guess. No, it'll be good. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Your one man show though, you say you're working yeah. on, are you going to entertain Vegas with this and try to get some people out there to, to take a look? I think at the end of the day, it's about just doing it and yeah. letting it tell me where it goes. I think, I think, you know, what Mike Tyson did, I was very inspired. You know, he did, I don't know if you guys saw it. If you haven't seen it, it's a great one-man show. Um, Spike Lee directed, you know, the HBO version of it. But he basically took his life on the road, and he took it to Broadway, and he sold out everywhere. And people were really interested. You, re- you remember? It was like yeah, three no, I years remember. ago. I remember. I haven't seen it, but I remember really being good. on Broadway, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, so if Mike Tyson can do it, you know, yeah. so... Look, can I talk about your mom a little bit? We talked yeah. a bit off camera and off off mic. The, the significance of her and what she meant to, would you say thousands of comedians or hundreds of comedians with the comedy store? Yeah, my mom, it's it's kind of like, it's sad, you know, because she passed away, so it's mm-hmm. hard to talk about. Right. It's kind of like new. Just if, Are your parents alive? My father's passed, and it's difficult. How does that feel? It's It's difficult. It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's yeah, when so you, you don't want to really talk about it. It's kind of like I understand. You're yeah, in the first year, and, and that's yeah, why I asked. It's, it's hard. like it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Your parents? My dad died it? when I was four, so oh, yeah. Okay. And it's every but what year. My dad. It's still weird, right? Very. It's a weird. Yeah, there's. I mm-hmm. think that people listening know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like there's the life before your parents died, yeah. and then there's the life that you have after. And the life that you have after, there's like some. I don't want to say a sadness, but an emptiness, mm-hmm. I think, you know, because you can't go and talk to them. And I don't know. It's just kind of weird. But, yeah, my mom, 
you know, she did it. My dad did it. They did it. You know, they they came up. My dad came on the scene at the right time. My mom was married to him. <clears throat> they got divorced. She got the club. You know, she made it into what it, you know, what it became. And it's the history of the comedy store that makes it successful. You know, it's the it's the it's the um, it's the location. It's the history. It's what my mom created. Mm. You know, it's kind of like she was the person that created the first McDonald's. Okay. You know what I mean? And now there's tons of McDonald's out there. Now, real quick, because I grew up in the time where you were coming up and everything. I just, I'm going to go total fanboy one question. Mm-hmm. Favorite movie to work on before 2000? Like, in what the, were the, what the first 90s, couple yeah. ones? I, I don't know. I mean, my life at that time, it was I felt like Willy Wonka. You know what I mean? <laughs> I felt like, you know what I mean? I, I came off of MTV and I was doing movies. So they were all great. I loved them all. I mean, you know, every everyone was fun you know son-in-law was the one movie that kind of got me outside of you know mtv and took me to mainstream and then i toured all over the world mm-hmm. wow. after that you know japan and australia and england and and stuff like that so i was very fortunate that was the movie that kind of really broke me into you know you know for the where it wasn't just the kids that liked me from mm-hmm. mtv it was like america and that movie you know to this day is like a huge film for me yeah, and and Sino Man was mine. That was before, right? So I don't know, uh-huh. was, yeah, because that was. I mean, that was the first time I noticed and all the the jargon that you had. Because he has. I was telling him before you show up. I mean, he's got his own language, and your jargon made so much more mm-hmm. sense in the context than his does. Mm. <laughs> and I mean, that was great. I mean, it was just great for me. So, is it Encino Man or Biodome that they they want to talk to you more about mm. well, outside of Son-in-Law? I don't know. They liked them both. Because what it means to guys this age? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it was grow- It was like when I first understood what comedy was. Mm. You know, because that was what, 90... 96. 96, yeah, yeah. So I was 13. So I was, wow. you know, <laughs> puberty and... and <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I know. Ask him how old... I'm, just I'm like, I was already uh, out of college then, yeah, you no, jerk. But, it was, but that was like, and all joking, like fanboy, all that S aside, like it was just when I... It was my introduction to comedy. Mm. Which is, it's a big deal, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. not like, you know, it's, it was just Well, good. no, for it me, was... it was like, you know, John Hughes films. Mm. Yeah. You know, like when I was oh, in the yes. 80s, like John Hughes films or like, sure. you know, that was my, like Molly Ringwald is obsessed, <laughs> you know, with Molly, Pretty in Pink, you know? Mm-hmm. That was like, you know? So Breakfast I understand, Club. like, you know. Freak Nation, sure. follow him on Twitter, follow him on Instagram. More importantly, listen to his podcast with Michael Rappaport. Uh, well, I just have just follow me on all my social media yeah. platforms, and then you know that's how it is these days. You want to know what's going on with someone? Follow them on social. A lot of my fans, like in the Midwest, they aren't on that. Like, uh, like I saw this. I was at Waffle House recently, and I saw these fans. They came up, man. When's son a lot too? I'm like, check me out on Snapchat, bro. Man, I into that gay stuff out in Hollywood, bro. What? You know what I mean? I'm what? like, I'm like, what about Instagram, man? I've done cocaine since the '80s, man. <laughs> right? YouTube, man. Come on, check it out, bro. I into surfing, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> and I'm like, Facebook goes, yeah. Talking to my grandson on Facebook. I'll check you out on that. My grandson. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's one of my jokes. Sorry, I was just yeah, practicing good. it. No, that like was it. good. Like those it. are the stereotypes of social media. Well, those are yes. the people I bump into in the Midwest. Hey, Weasel, let's do something. Man, I'm on Snapchat, man. I ain't into that gay stuff out in Hollywood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Weasel. Come on, St- Staddy. You looking around the room going, hold on a second. Were you just there in Los <laughs> Angeles? That's Sorry, why I left buddy. L.A. for the six inches of snow here in Ohio. Oh, Real snow, not the Hollywood snow. 
Not, not much, much motorsport. motorsport. Not much motorsport. Helio oh, or Helio. No. Not, 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 not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. The douchebags. Lose. Not much motorsport. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. It feels like it's been about a month since we've done not much motorsports. It's actually been that long. Yes, it has. Statman, your life will be complete. I know that you've missed it more than anything in life. It's another round of not much motorsports. You all right? Oh, yeah. I've never had it so good. Hey, did the mahogany love chair make it to Ohio? No. Oh. It's been retired. Oh, I'd what? left as much. I'd left as much Los Angeles in Los Angeles as I could, including my laptop that was stolen by the TSA agent. <laughs> I was going to bring it up, Stan. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I brought it up at the end of the show. Otherwise, it, the whole two hours. Would have been. <laughs> the TSA oh. agent. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, this this might be the dude oh. who took it, because there's a California man who was caught licking strangers' doorbells. <laughs> Police have arrested a Salinas, California man who was captured on video licking the doorbell of a family he'd never met. He also stole a few extension cords from their Christmas decorations. Okay, this is weird. Roberto Daniel Arroyo was recorded spending an unhealthy long time licking the doorbell of a Dungan family home on Saturday night before allegedly making off with the courts. Uh, not surprising here. He is known to police who are seeking to change to charge him with misdemeanor, prowling, theft, and violation of probation. He's caught on surveillance, licking the doorbell. Uh but their children were inside of the home at the time as he was licking the doorbell. Oh. This kind of reinforces how important it is to have security within your home, the dad said. The Dungan family has since disinfected their bell, bleached their doorknobs, and thoroughly cleaned their porch. So clearly this family didn't have one of those video doorbells like Ring or any of the other brands out there. Can you imagine... If your video camera, all it saw was his tongue approaching you, like, oh. Oh, Supposedly, they were watching him. I thought I heard something that they were watching him do this while, you know, in progress. Okay, so they did have one of those. That's, That's what I heard. Now, whether or not I heard the real deal, but that's what I heard, yeah. There's so many. Okay, that's, I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, here's another wacky. Of course, it's not much motorsports, so, yeah, it's nothing but strange stories that are not motorsports related. There's a woman in Hamburg, I guess Hamburg, Germany, because, yeah, eBay is worldwide. She only is known by the pseudonym Dorte L. She listed over the holidays, she listed her, quote, used husband on eBay. <laughs> she... <laughs> She claimed in the ad that she was fed up with her partner's negative ways. And despite being married for seven years, 
She feels they just don't belong together any, anymore. She wrote, over the holidays, I have realized that we simply don't belong together anymore. I would like to give up my husband. I'm happy to negotiate the price. Please send me inquiries over email. But absolutely, in all caps, by the way, absolutely no returns or refunds. And the price, she said, anything just from 20 to $25. <laughs> <laughs> what a witch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and speaking of turn this mother out, she right. was ready to turn out her husband. <laughs> she later tries to backpedal a little bit because, of course, that got a lot of responses in her hometown and no offers. She told her local newspaper, I didn't want to make a drama out of it. It was just for some amusement. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. People on eBay. We've seen it all now. What is the strangest thing you've seen on eBay, Statman? The strangest thing I've seen on eBay. I mean, we've I, seen I Jesus to... Toast. We've seen, I mean, what are some of the wacky things that they put up on the news? Uh, well, they put up cars for a dollar. I mean, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty insane. You have to read the Wait. fine print to find out that, you know, it doesn't work or... You got to come to haul this thing away. You know, just give me a dollar, and it'll cost you five hundred to haul it away. Oh, that's ridiculous! What is the weirdest thing you've seen on eBay, Kenny? A sexy blow-up Ms. Claus. Okay, gross. That did come to Kenny way too I had to ratchet through a few in my head. <laughs> oh. Okay. Not that I would ever order anything like that. Jeez. Feel good to be back, Statman? It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All the way back to last year. Yeah. Hey, man, we'll do it again next week with a Chili Bowl winner. More Supercross. Yeah, Maybe man. Maybe a little bit of 24 Hours of Daytona preview. Burn. All right, man. Uh, how do we do this? Ah, that's right. We shoot it, right? Remember to shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. Late. You don't need money when you look like that, do you, honey? Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.